You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. In the sight of the heathen And the Lord gave two tablets Right laws to govern the people But they were so damn evil Rebellious, stiff-necked people Captivity, aka ship slavery We were not hawking, no, we were not here We were not listening, no, we were not fear We was the righteous and we was the kings We was the priests, listen to play All the wicked lying, all the fornication All the selling, hating, all the baby making All the idolatries, all the scenes and bullshits All the Baals and Molochs and sacrifices to devils Wake up, let's go home Righteous in my zone Twelve tribes for the kingdom It's coming, won't be long And the Lord said to Moses, speak to the sons of Israel, repent of all your sins, cause the kingdom is here within. And the Lord said to Moses, speak to the sons of Israel, repent of all your sins, cause the kingdom is here within. Put off them shoes from your feet okay. This holy grind's where you stepping No need your corner no suggestion Raise up my people in Egypt Break about that evil from Egypt Tell them remember my Sabbath You know they stiff neck inside it That's why the commandments in Exodus And again in Deuteronomy That's why we border the fringes Cause we forgetful of people Get slain for picking up sticks Nowadays we picking up shit Forget thou should not commit adultery It was written in bricks It's like a hit in the miss. I mean you get what you give Keep these commandments and live Nowadays we minister hate Like we forgot the wages of sin We prophesied of the wind Pray that it bring them back in I know they iron sharpen the iron But I don't know nothing about ten. And the Lord said to Moses Speak to the sons of Still, they 
Can't have my people be roguish. They have to pay for their sin. Have them agree that they notice. If they turn from my laws, their every effort is hopeless. There is only one God, and that's a clear diagnosis. And God said to Moses, accept no witches' hypnosis. To go into the world would be considered atrocious. Have my women dress modest and keep them soft as a lotus. With the knowledge of wise men and the beauty of roses. of Americans celebrate Christmas in one way or another, according to the Pew Research Center. The holiday began in the fourth century when church officials chose to honor the birth of Jesus. But several customs we've come to associate with modern day Christmas actually evolved from ancient pagan traditions celebrating the winter solstice. Historian Kenneth C. Davis is the best-selling author of the Don't Know Much About series, which we love. Welcome back to the table. Merry Christmas Merry to you. Merry Christmas to you. It's always a pleasure to be here. So this is something I've always been fascinated by because the Bible never talks about the date of Christ's birth, yet we celebrate December 25th. Why? Well, primarily because in ancient Rome, there was a feast called Saturnalia that celebrated the solstice. What is the solstice? It's the day that the sun starts coming back. The days start getting longer. And most of the traditions that we have that relate to Christmas relate to the solstice, which was celebrated in ancient Rome on December 25th. So when Christianity became the official religion, in a sense, in Rome, they were able to fix this date, which some scholars say may be earlier than that. There's a little discrepancy about it, but there's no question that the fact that it was celebrated in Rome as an important day with gift-giving, candle-lighting, and singing, and decorating houses really cemented Christmas as December 25th. You always say you don't know much according to your books, but do you know why we have a Christmas tree as opposed to a bunch of hydrangeas? Which well, I think are really pretty. This is another Puffy and pretty. This is another <laughs> How about pagan, that, Ken? This is another pagan tradition. So Christmas is really about bringing out your inner pagan. The Christmas tree really comes to <laughs> Who knew we which, had an inner pagan? Yes, yeah. Which of the wise men said that? Yeah. I can't remember. Well, it's like Halloween and a lot of other things we do. These all predate Christianity. Uh -huh. But in the north world, Germany, uh, the, uh, the Scandinavian countries, where winter was re really serious and the solstice was really an important idea, they celebrated the return of life by celebrating an evergreen tree. When Christianity came in, they started to use the evergreen tree, the pagan symbol, as a symbol of the tree of paradise. Like and they started to hang an apple on it. So little red balls oh. on green trees. Oh, that's Getting the ornaments. The picture here. That's where the idea that's for right. ornaments So came all from. of these things really celebrate the idea that light and life are coming back into the world, which is essentially what Christmas means to Christians well, uh, across the world. Right. And mistletoe? Mistletoe, yeah. we 
we can thank the Druids for that. The Druids believed that mistletoe was an all-powerful healing item. It hung from the sacred oak. In fact, if you met somebody in the forest, you gave them the sign of peace under the mistletoe. So people started to hang mistletoe above their doorways as a symbol of peace. This was such a powerful symbol of paganism yeah. that English churches actually banned the use of it. And in fact, the real war on Christmas in America begins with the Puritans in around 1659. They knew all of these things, the date, the traditions were pagan ideas. The Puritans banned Christmas for about 20 years in America before the, the celebration became just too popular. You'll be glad to know all of your answers today were correct. <laughs> you know a lot. You know a lot, Kenneth C. Davis. It's Our fact checker over here. Yes. Merry Christmas. This does not take away. We're not the Grinch spoiling it here. It still has all the meaning that it has, but uh, we can celebrate it and understand where these things come from. And a good day to you with your favorite grandchildren. I look forward to that one day. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. I'm your host, Safia Levi Israel. At this time, we're going to talk about your favorite uh, fake holiday. Your favorite fake holiday in the United States of America. That particular holiday that we're going to go into talking about today is the holiday of Christ Mass. Christ Mass. You heard it right, Christ Mass. Many people don't know that um, we envy those that uh, have oppressed us for a long period of time, and the Bible condemns us doing that, okay? In fact, when you actually read and study the Bible, you find that many of the pagan festivals that we celebrate today have nothing to do with the Bible. Meaning what? Show me December 25th in the Bible. It's not there. Show me Santa Claus in the Bible. It's not there. Show me reindeer and little elves. It's not there. Okay. Now check this out. Proverbs chapter three, verse 31. Envy thou not, envy thou not the oppressor and choose none of his ways. So the Bible says we should not envy those that have oppressed us. We should not want to be like in any kind of way, nor do Anything that the oppressor does, meaning don't choose ways of those that have oppressed you. So now, why do I say that? Because in verse 33, it says the curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesses the habitation of the just. So those that are living wicked lives, those that are living a way that is against the Bible, God say don't follow their ways. How do our people follow the ways of America? You have our men trying to be like American citizens. You have our women trying to be like American citizens. When in reality, we had our own religion, our own custom, our own way of life. Our own religion was this Bible. We didn't have Baptist. We didn't have Protestant. We didn't have Catholic. All throughout the Bible, it talks about keeping the commandments. That was our religion. We kept the commandments of the creator and faith in the black Messiah. That's what we did. But now we want to have the blonde hair, the blue eye contacts. Now we're so brainwashed. We have women that go and do surgery to get their nose thinner. Men that get surgery to get their skin lightening up. And it's just ridiculous how our people don't love themselves because they think that the image that's been portrayed in, in modern Christianity 
is the image of God when it's not the truth. Christ is a black man. We've had study over study where we proved that we should not follow our oppressor. Now, think about this, folks. When it comes to Christ Mass, do you know what you're saying when you're saying Mary Christ Mass? Mary means happy. Christ is the anointed. Mass is a Latin word that comes from the word meaning dismissal. Misa, misa, means dismissal. So little do you know, you're saying happy dismissal of Christ, happy dismissal of the Messiah. You're actually praising his death and not his life. You're taught to worship old Nick. When you look at the Google definition of old Nick, you find out that old Nick is nothing to do with God. But old Nick is actually the word for Satan, the damn devil. Old Nick can mean a nickname for the devil in Christian tradition, a nickname for the the uh, Swansea devil. Um, old Nick can have many different connotations. But Old Nick literally means the devil. Okay? In Judeo-Christian and Islamic religions, it's the chief uh, evil spirit and adversary of God, the tempter of mankind, master of hell, Beelzebub, devil, Lucifer, prince of darkness, Satan, the tempter. So little do you know, in modern religion, they got you worshiping the damn devil. In modern religion, when you celebrate Santa Claus, Santa Claus is called what? Jolly old Saint Nick. Old Nick. That's who you worship. So if you're a follower of the Bible or you at least believe in the Bible, you're going to run away from anything that is pagan. Remember, the first commandment that the creator gave us was, I am the Lord your God who have brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. Satan, Santa Claus, is another God. Period. Santa Claus is another God. Watch this. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 1 through 5. Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, Learn not, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. For the customs, for the customs, Another word for custom is tradition, right? For the traditions or customs of the people are vain, meaning what? Lies. For one, now watch this. Here's the tradition that God said is, is a lie. Watch this. It says, for one cuts a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. So in this tradition, someone's cutting a tree. Okay. Verse four, they deck it or decorate it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers that it move not. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil. Neither also is it in them to do good. So now when I read that and God is saying, learn not the way of the heathen, why learn it? Why follow the way of the Gentiles when the Gentiles have deceived us in a custom that has nothing to do with Jesus the Christ? They literally have you bow down to a tree and put gifts before this tree. And little do you know that during slavery, you was the gifts. You was the gifts under the Christmas tree. But you want to turn around and say, oh, yeah, let's celebrate Christ mass. Nah, to hell with that. Watch this. Revelation chapter 11, verse 10. 
and they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them, meaning over the 12 tribes, right? And make merry, and make merry, and make merry, like Merry Christmas, and shall give gifts one to another, because these two prophets tormented them that dwell on the earth. When our people was living in righteousness, we were the ones that were running the nations. We were the ones dictating the nations how they should live. We were the ones teaching them the law, statutes, and commandments. But when they took over, we had our prophets teaching them, and they to we tormented them with the scriptures. We showed them the truth. But they rejected the truth, and they persecuted us in all nations, and led us into slavery in all nations. And while they were doing that, they were making married. They were saying, blessed be the Lord, for I am rich. Here, nigga, nigga, let's sell this nigga over here to... Uh, uh, Johnson over here on the uh, Johnson Plantation in Virginia. Hey, nigga, nigga, let's get this nigga and let's sell him over here on the uh, Jones Plantation over here in Georgia. Or let's send him all the way over to the uh, Caribbean Islands. Or let's let him, let him work in uh, California while we have the gold rush, while we have the uh, uh, inter, uh, international and intercontinental uh, trade that we're doing here. Let's make them build the uh, railroad systems and the infrastructures and the highways and the houses all across America. This is your gift. I have a slave for you. This is your gift during Christ mass. So now the Bible saying not to follow after these things, but us in our ignorance, we don't realize that we should not envy the oppressor and we shouldn't choose any of their ways. Okay. So what are we reading? We're reading literally out of the Bible. Because these ungodly customs that we follow get turned into laws. Watch this. Wisdom of Solomon chapter 14 verse 16 says this. Thus in process of time, an ungodly custom grown strong was kept as a law. So watch this. Remember we read in Jeremiah chapter 10 that it was a custom first. They turned this custom into a law. It wasn't until the 1850s that the United States decided to create Christmas as a national day of observance. Prior to that, it was never celebrated here. Prior to that, nobody had a tradition where they put a tree in their house and worshipped um, the tree and put gifts before the tree and sold people for the tree and all of that stuff. That turned into a law. It was an ungodly custom or tradition that got turned into a law. Continuing on, it says, engraven images were worshipped by the commandment of kings. So we have kings, we have popes, we have religious figures that are now implementing these traditions and causing people to worship in idolatry as a law. So now people's like, yo, we can celebrate Christmas. It's a national holiday. What's wrong with that? You got a day off from work. I can do whatever I need to do. This was an ungodly custom according to the Bible. So now you can't serve God and serve the devil at the same time. We just proved to you through a simple Google definition that old St. Nick is the doggone devil. So are you going to continue to have your kids worshiping the devil? Are you going to continue in the traditions of men superseding the commandments of God? When God clearly said, don't follow the traditions of man. Watch this. Colossians chapter two, verse eight. Beware, 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 lest any man spoil you. Through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not 
after Christ. So we see here that this ungodly tradition that got turned into a law is after the rudiments of the world, is after the traditions of men. It's a fable. It's fake. Ain't no ain't no Santa Claus coming down your chimney. So why the hell would you want to worship knowing this person is Santa Claus? Knowing that Santa Claus is the devil. You just look up the Google definition of old Nick. Chief name for Satan. I got to read it again because some people are hard of hearing. Let's look up jolly old Saint Nick. Old Nick, according to Google and freedictionary.com, chief spirit of evil and adversary of God. This dude is against God. Tempter of mankind, master of hell, Beelzebub, Delva, Lucifer, prince of darkness, Satan, the tempter. That's literally old Nick. That's where you get the word old Nick from. So why would you want to follow after these things? These things are Hebraic Jewish fables, traditions of man. Okay, watch this. Titus chapter 1 verse 14. Not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from the truth. Read it again. It says, not giving heed to Jewish fables, meaning a lie, meaning it's vain, meaning you're envying your oppressor and you're choosing the ways of your oppressor like we read in Proverbs chapter 331. And the commandments of men, meaning the traditions of men that turn from the truth. So the pagan festivities that we're worshiping keep us away from the truth. It doesn't bring us closer to the creator. Think about it. Idolatry does not lead you closer to God. Christmas does not lead you closer to God. It does not. Second Peter chapter one, verse 16, for we have not followed cunningly devised fables. So this is Peter telling the people we don't follow after cunningly devised fables, meaning we don't follow after lies. We don't follow after European dominated lies. Okay. Then it says, when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty, meaning he saw when Christ came from the grave, he saw Christ walking the earth, the black Messiah, rise into the heavens in the chariots with his angels. And we talked on the last episode how these nations are now preparing to create a space force to go to war with the same powers of heaven. So the Bible says that we shouldn't follow after cunningly, meaning subtle, meaning conniving, devised fables. Christmas and the Christmas tree is a cunningly devised fable. Santa Claus is a cunningly devised fable. Reindeer and elves are a cunningly devised fable. Thanksgiving Day is a cunningly devised fable. Ishtar Day, or Easter as we call it today, is a cunningly devised fable. New Year's. Who told you that New Year's was the dead of winter? When apparently spring is when new foliage and new life comes on the earth. These are cunningly devised fables. Who told you to worship Mother's Day and Father's Day? And the Bible says you're supposed to honor your mother and father every day, not one day out of the year. Give them a gift and then you send them in, into the nursing home like you don't give a damn about them. The Bible says do not follow after cunningly devised fables. 
The days of the week are named by pagan gods. The months of the year are named by pagan gods. Everything you knew in this world that's created by European domination and other nations were all steeped in idolatry and worship of other gods. This goes deep, folks. This goes in like I used to like anime and watching uh like Superman and Batman and Flash. And it wasn't until I started studying and researching and finding out that these all are Greek and Roman pagan gods. Right. Oh, man, the, the rabbit hole really gets deep on this thing. But remember the original verse that we read, Proverbs chapter three, verse thirty one. It says, envy thou not the oppressor and choose none of his ways. So now it's time for us to go back to our own traditions. It's time for us to go to Passover. It's time for us to go to Hanukkah, Feast of Tabernacles. The biblical traditions that are found in Leviticus 23 um, and the way that our ancestors used to do things. Not the way that these other nations are doing it because the way these other nations are doing it are straight up cunningly devised fables. So don't say I want I didn't warn you. You're listening to the forefront. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you all. Peace and blessings to you all. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, I shall not want. The Lord, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, give it my people, incline your ears to my word. Sayings of old, which ye have not heard, nor have known. We will not hide it from our children, showing the truth to each generation. To praise the Lord and His strength and His wonderful works. For He established a testimony and a law appointed for Israel. Which he hath commanded our fathers to make them known to the children. That they must set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. That they must set their hope in God and not forget the
Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. We now have a cash app. The link is in the description of the page here on Anchor.fm, also on Spotify. We appreciate you listening in. We do have a few features that we are including now. We are selling a few products such as watches, perfumes, colognes, and other uh, products will be available for our Israelite community, as well as the general community of the population. We have a Facebook page. Just type in The Forefront Media, and you'll be able to get updates of of, uh, various shows that we drop when they do drop. Um, please do share this show if you like the show, and we do hope that you do love this show. And uh, tune in for more uh, episodes once we have them available. Thank you for listening to the forefront. I'm your host, Afiel Levi Israel.